if you could gain one uh, Christian gift, what would you wish you could do? Christian gift? You know, like in church, fine arts. If you could have oh. one fine arts superpower. Oh. Do y'all know what fine arts is? No, Nobody knows. It's like a it's talent like show. it's a talent show for Christians. It's like American oh, Idol man. for little Jesus people. I would probably. <laughs> I don't know. I wish I could sing. Well, yeah, I wish. I wish I could. But. I wish I could like rip. Yeah. The vocals, but I can't, man. No, that's I try. I try. Sometimes I'm in the shower singing, and Rachel will walk in and be like. That's what like, my son does. He what? sings through the whole house, and I'm like, please stop. No one, no one wants to hear. It. But also, he sings a harmony not well through the whole house. And then, I, no, but I've always wanted to sing. I would want to be a super, uh, super human video, superhuman. I think, Edit video? No, no, su- the human video, which oh, also human people video? do not know about, which is like mime. Yes, I always thought it was amazing when these people could do amazing things, but I always feel just like human video. If you don't know what a human, if good. you don't know what a human video is, a human video is uh, it's like a mime. It's like miming to. And it's acting. like lip singing, a dance skit but you remember the person like the one they would be doing it and then they would all huddle up and then all of a sudden somebody would do like a backflip and you'd be like yeah you don't know that's who i wanted do you don't know who that was you (laughs) of course Okay, I'm go. real excited about uh, today's topic. Yeah. Because a lot of times, uh, Pastor Whitney. Okay. You and I are in a conversation about things that we don't know or we like just barely learned. That's true. That like we, we learned like, like a what week we, ago. Le- we learned one minute ago and <laughs> we're, we're like, like let's, share that. <laughs> let's talk about this so we don't forget it. That's right. But this one, yep. I feel like me and you've been doing a long time. A long time. Oh, no, I like it. I'm excited about it. Okay. But wait. Yes. Before we start, okay. This is Tug of Mort. Yeah, what's We're up? We're two friends talking right. about uh, <laughs> life, the the struggle between where we are, where we want to be, the tension of it. We have a new set, and what we didn't talk about on our first episode yes. is how like we're sitting across from each other, uh-huh. and it feels a little bit different and a little bit weird. But I think it's I think it's better, more conversational. I didn't look at this camera very much last time. Because we're talking to each other, and yeah, I that's think right. that's that's probably good. I don't know if I have a better side. Oh, I do you know how people say they have a better side. And so, yeah, I, I, this is actually my better side. Oh, so you're always, you're always on my left whenever we do anything. Yeah. And so this morning I'm literally looking in the mirror and I was like, (laughs) do I like this side? And I was like, I don't know. I I think my beard on this side is straighter, which might just be my, my shaving. I don't know. My my shaving. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm dedicated to this. Right. right. I'm like I don't know. No, but I I'm, just want to know what people think. Do they like the like across from each other thing, or do they like the way we were sitting, catty wampus to each do other? Do you like the way that we're doing it now? And then insert our podcast. I don't give a crap. Yes, that's true. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I love our okay. tug of more team. Go. Yes. No. I just wanted to make a comment about it. Two friends, and like and uh, we need to have another episode where we bring Rachel my wife and Aaron, your husband on, where we talk with them. Yeah. And so something we say a lot, we're friends. We have beautiful spouses that are not here with us. That's true. They're incredible. Yes. Okay. Here's what we want to talk about today. Selling it. Selling it. Okay. Sell it. 
all of us, if you're a leader in any capacity, you have something you're in charge of. Yes. And your job is to sell that thing. Right. Like to not just do it uh, like mediocrely, right. but to like passionately push the thing that you're doing. And sometimes when you're selling something, you even know there might be something better somewhere else, but you still are selling what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. So, so we got anybody all kind of has a job in the world, it's to solve a problem. That's and true. so you might feel like, well, we don't sell anything in our business, but you solve a problem. Therefore, you're selling your ability to solve problems yeah. in whatever business you're doing. And so- Like if you own a Burger King. Right. If you, Burger King is not the best fast food restaurant. Oh, it's probably one of the worst. <laughs> but like, they still have advertisement. They're still trying to sell those whoppers. They're the trying walking around. Yeah, they're still trying yeah. to sell those mediocre fries. Yeah, they're trying to sell it. That's true. And the only reason Burger King still exists is because they're trying to sell. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true because they're sell it. Like, call yourself the king they, when you right. know you're like last place. <laughs> well, and I was just say, well, I wanted to argue and go. Well, Angus is super cheap, but the part that it's super cheap is part of their selling ability. Like they've decided this is who we are. We offer a quality uh, ish uh, burger at a low price. And so that's how they sell. I it. haven't been to Burger King in so long. I don't even know what the prices are. They could be $30 for a Whopper and I have no I have idea. I have no idea. I have not either. Okay. McDonald's was Now what, what I've learned about leaders over the years is that what happens is we we get insecure about an area of what we're leading. Yeah. And because we're insecure about what's not going well, we refuse to sell. Yeah, no, that's We true. refuse to promote or talk about or help people get on board because we don't believe in what we're doing. Yeah, no, and so, I don't believe that. So you've got to have enough confidence in yourself and not even yourself today, yourself for the future uh -huh. to sell what you're doing today. Yeah, you and I, you, you referenced it at the top, have been selling things for a long time in our life. Oh, dude. And now our context is ministry jesus the bible church world and i think people could think oh what are you really selling there but to me i feel like we've been practicing our whole life oh man for this role yeah. of selling the word of god to people because we know and believe that it is the best truth and that there is and therefore we're giving all our energy to it but we learn skills as original salespeople in life that now help us today i yeah. think and so yeah i used to sell man i've sold perfume, hair care, skin care, makeup. And I've worked for phenomenal companies and I've worked for lackluster companies. Yeah. And in both areas, I had to learn what you're saying that I am selling the best product. Even if I don't all the way know and believe that it is, I know that I have exactly what you need. And that's the, the confidence that we have to carry in whatever we're doing. Yeah. What is the first thing you remember selling? Hmm. You told oh, me a few things when you were a kid, so I'm yeah. like, maybe you'll remember those. No, I've got uh, one that you that I know I've talked about, but then I think I've got an even earlier one. Uh, I remember my parents used to send me to church camp, and like I did not want to go to church yes. camp uh, because I was like, I don't want to sit at church all day. Right. You know, I'm a pastor now, which is kind of funny, but right. like at first it was I was not it was not my jam. Right. And so I remember sitting by the back door. And the minute the preacher would say amen and dismiss, I would run to the snack shack as fast as I could. And I spent would spend all of my money my parents would give me on Reese's peanut butter cups. And then the snack shack line would be so long that I would take my candy to the back of the line and sell it to kids in the back of the line for a quarter more than I bought it. Right. So I would leave 
to go to church camp with twenty, and I'd come home with sixty dollars. And and you had gotten all the snacks you wanted. The and whole and time. I ate unbelievable yeah, amount of yeah. snacks. But I think I think the first thing I remember selling, my grandparents, uh, Lily and Baba OG, mm-hmm. they had a big garden in their backyard. Okay. And not like, I mean they lived in a neighborhood, but yeah, like as yeah. a kid it was like this giant garden. And we went over the one time, and they had so many cucumbers and tomatoes, and it was like for a family event. Yeah. And they gave away all these cucumbers, tomatoes, mm. but there were still like tons left. And I was like, I mean, I'm like under 10. Right. So I don't know how old I was. I have to ask my mom. I'm under 10, older than six probably. And so I remember, I remember putting them in my wagon and literally going door to door in my neighborhood yeah. and selling. And just because I was so adorable. Right. Of course. I sold Absolutely. all of them and I came home with just like handfuls of money I didn't I was like what yeah and it was this moment that was like look at all of this money look at the potential look at the potential grandpa was going to throw these cucumbers Mm, away in the trash and I just I just bought an entire Nintendo game (laughs) that's true yeah no I love that I remember doing the uh the quintessential lemonade stand with my cousins uh I grew up on a church parsonage and I lived on one corner and my cousins lived on the other corner. And so I remember coming together, doing a lemonade stand in the summer. I remember uh, doing, I don't know if this is a Michigan thing or like if y'all did this, but in Oklahoma, we didn't, it didn't snow very often, but when it did, we would make snow ice cream. Did you ever do this? Oh, nope. nope. I don't okay. know what snow this ice cream is. This is the Oklahoma thing then. <laughs> so we would go, you can only collect the white snow, obviously the untouched snow. This not sounds the like yellow a, po- snow. a poverty thing, not no, an Oklahoma but, thing. Well, maybe. <laughs> We would collect, we would collect snow. Thank you. We would take it inside. We would mix it with milk and I don't even know what. And like my mom would always help make it. And then we would put it back in the freezer, let it freeze a little bit and then take it outside. And it was like snow cone ice cream. I don't know, but we would sell it to our neighbors. I am. I have never heard. You've never no, heard of it. Snow uh, with milk and sugar. Mickey. We're gonna find out. But yeah. tell Vic next time it snows exactly. here in the DFW. Snow I need ice cream. I need Larry to drive her down here <laughs> to make me some snow, snow ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah, and so. But I'm saying it was you. Like, you took something that was free, right? Worthless. Worthless. Turned it sugar. into something. The neighborhood kids were like, "Mom, get some snow ice cream." Like, <laughs> hey, it worked. And so, like again, wasn't the best quality. Was the bluebell in our freezer better? Absolutely. All day. But it was wonderful and we and we did it. So yeah, I can remember any time just trying to, uh, to me, what you just said is like the power of the ability, okay, now I've made this money, I can take it and now invest it in something else I want to do. That got me like excited about selling that mm-hmm. then allowed me to keep growing my gifting in that. And I think um, some people think they're not good salespeople, but they actually are. Yeah, I think when I realized that it was something that 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 helping people understand what you have is yeah. important. Yeah, I realized that that was a tool. Right. Uh, in high school. Yeah. So I uh, got my driver's license, and my mom and dad own a cleaning business. Mm-hmm. And so, like for the first two years of having my driver's license, I drove like busted cleaning vans. Yeah. Okay. Astro vans, no windows, look like. Yeah, I'm giving candy to kids if you know what I'm talking about. Like, okay. I should not be driving this right. van around. And then uh, I finally bought an F-150. Okay. 1992 F-150. It's it's like t- the year 2000. I'm graduating. Okay. Right. And so like it's the old body style. It's not the nicest truck in the world. But dude, I I sold that truck 
oh, yeah. to my friends and to people at my school. Oh, yeah. Washed it, waxed it. You know, the black stuff yeah. on the tires? Yeah. Put some subs in the, in the back seat. And I remember one day my friend, uh, Brian, shout out, there's no way he listens. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way yeah, you maybe listen. He should. What's maybe up, should. Brian? Come on. And so I remember one day, Brian, he said, Tristan, why does everybody think your truck is so cool? And I was like, what? And he was like, and he starts listing guys at school that have newer trucks. Sounds like a really great nice, friend. <laughs> nicer, nicer. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why he's not listening. Nicer, nicer trucks, bigger tires, bigger yeah. wheels, all the things. Right. Newer. And he said, why does... Why is there this aura right. around your, we'll insert a picture. Oh, there you go. Why is there this aura around your truck? Yep. And I, I didn't know the answer, but I do now because mm -hmm. I sold it. Because you sold that thing. I sold it. I just, sometimes when you believe yep. that something's the best, when you believe that there's, that there is an aura, that right. there is something special around what you're doing, other people will just yeah. um, get excited they'll, about it too. They will, yeah, they'll follow along with it. It's not only you believing it, but then exuding the confidence of the belief in it. That yeah. like, sometimes we believe in the things we're doing, but we're not sure other people will. But you decided, I don't care. I don't give a crap. I yeah. don't care what you think. I think my truck is the best ever. And therefore, you're able to sell it. It's such a good, it's such good wisdom. I meet people all the time who have a business, have something that they believe in, have something that they're like super pumped about, but then they don't have the confidence to, ex, uh, to share it with other people in the way they do. I love Target. I do not like Walmart. I will tell anybody because I love Target. I believe in Target. Like, that's what I love. And that's an easy thing. And people have that confidence about things like that. Silly things they buy at the store or whatever. But when it comes to their own stuff, they get insecure that people might not Dude. believe in it the same. And they don't exude the same confidence they should. Even though when they're at home, they're like, I believe in this. This is what I love. It's what I'm giving my life to. Why do we shy away from that? I had a friend who was running for political office in our city. Uh -huh. And this guy is smart. Yeah. Super smart, super hardworking, all of the experience. And so I, I met with him and he talked to me about like the campaign was right. trying to kind of get my support. And I said, man, not only will I give you my support, I want to help you. Yeah. Because I think you're what is needed. Yeah. And so met with him, helped him shoot a couple videos. Yeah. Wrote him a couple scripts. Helped him create like a social media campaign yeah. through some people at the church that know what they're doing way right. better than me and he didn't win hmm. but the reason he didn't win is not because he's not smart he's not gifted he's not a hard worker right. he's not well known in the community he has a great name right he didn't win because he was embarrassed to sell himself yeah he was embarrassed to put his name on a sign he was embarrassed to look into a camera and say hi I'm so-and-so, and I need to be your next elected official. Yep. The person who won had, did not have the things that he had, but had the confidence to pretend like yeah. he did. Yeah. And I'm, I'll never forget it because I was like, bro, you blew it, man. Right. You blew it, but just because you were afraid yeah. to sell no, it's really yourself. Yep. And so whatever you're doing, if you were a business, if you're in sales, just your own confidence in right. life. Like you've no, got to be true. able to, you've got to be able to put your name on yourself. Yeah. Like, no, it's really, 
we put we just got new car stickers for our church yeah and i put a car sticker on my truck right right because i'm proud i'm proud of what we're doing now listen gateway robert morris is in dallas right ed young td jakes is down the street like there are incredible right churches in the metroplex but i need to sell right i need to promote and believe in what i'm doing yeah no it's the whole idea of sometimes you have to fake it till you make it that in our business uh, or in our wherever we are, we feel like, well, once I get to this certain level, then I'll be able to sell myself better. Yeah. Or once I get to this certain, uh, maybe like uh, uh, goal or different cap or different, you know, whatever, that then my business, I'll push it forward. I remember one of my first uh, jobs, gigs, whatever, as a makeup artist, uh, my friend had said, Hey, they need help. They need makeup artists for this event. Will you come? You do decent makeup of yourself and you're super nice to people and you dress well. Can you told me what to wear, told me how to like, what to look like, show up and do it. And bro, I just had to pretend like you're I a makeup artist. What, uh, like I kn- knew what I was doing yeah. and like, uh, in conversation, if they would ask me, like, right question, how long you been doing this? Well, I've been in the cosmetic world because I sold perfume before. Yeah. I'd sold hair care before. You've done, done your sister's yeah, makeup before you sold makeup, snow cones. Like, my whole life is me being in places before I actually had the education to back up where I was. But that was what happened. And I remember working with this one lady and like they were like, hey, she's like a loyal customer, has been here a bunch always comes in you know always whatever be careful how you sell to her don't overdo it because you don't really know what you're talking about but i was like no she's gonna love me i'm gonna help her look beautiful and yeah. she can buy a whole bunch of junk and that's exactly what happened but i had to a hundred percent fake my abilities yeah. uh until i actually had the training to do it and i think in that it has helped me so much in this yeah job that we have now that sometimes i know that our event that i'm selling may not be as great as i know it could be right i know it may not be as excellent we may not have had the resources we may not have had the volunteers we may not have had i don't know whatever the team behind it we may have decided to do it two weeks ago and we, what? Have we don't ever do that around here it, uh the way we've we could never have. we have it, never done that never in the history except a lot of times uh and so like but we fake it till we make it, meaning we we believe in it sometimes even beyond like where we know it, we, we push to where we know it will be, yeah. the tug of where we believe it will be, but we have to sell it right now where it is. We can't yeah. wait yeah. until it gets to a certain place. It's really good. There's a danger to it though. Okay. That I think we need to we need to lean into. Okay, let's lean into it. Um we all wanna be honest. We wanna be scrupulous. Right. We don't wanna be manipulative. Yeah. And so we're not saying lie. Oh no. We're not we're not saying manipulate the right. situation. We're saying to sell it, you have to believe in it right. and talk up right. the good. No, absolutely. Whitney was not a makeup. No, I had designer. not been a she had not artist been to, uh, in, tr- in the esthetician school. But uh, what I had been doing... I was going to say she didn't go to Claire's College, but that's a that's, different... That's, not, that's, <laughs> that's, where they give, that's where they give four-year-olds earrings and they scream. When you're 15, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, kid creep. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. Paul um, Mitchell. Paul Mitchell School, whatever. I did not, but I had worn moisturizer. I had right. applied foundation. You know what I've found? This yeah. is a whole... Yeah. This, is, this is a phrase you can use. What I found, and this is my own personal experience, but whatever you still you're right we're not lying but just like your friend you you said he wasn't willing to sell himself sometimes it's 
we don't think we have the experience or the, uh, yeah, uh, education for it. Sometimes it's a humility of like, well, it's not humble of me mm. to sell myself. And I think for you okay, and I, that gotta, world, yeah. We got to we, we, go there in a second. We get, we get that. Um, so, yeah, we're not trying to say lie about it. But you can, your truck was not the greatest truck in the parking lot. But that's not what you were selling. Your truck was awesome for you. Your truck had loud speakers. Well, and I was really saying... I'm awesome. Correct. And I'm in the truck. Yeah. And, and so therefore, I was going to get there. God, what's, you, you got what's it. up, ladies? That's what I was going to say. You're there. <laughs> no, but right. Like, you had loudspeakers. It was super whatever. Right. And if you were driving the strip, that yeah. was cool. And yeah. so, you sell the parts about it that you know are good. So, th- we've got to go to the... Uh, oh, yeah. What you just said. Uh-huh. So, don't forget it. Because I, I kind of already lost it a little bit. What I'm trying to say is, I have had seasons yeah. in my life as a salesman where I slipped into lying. Oh, okay. That's that's important to call okay. out then, yes. So, we don't only talk about our good here, no, we talk about our true. bad. So, in all the year, in the in the first years of planting the yeah. church, I was not getting paid. Yeah. And so, I bought and sold cars on uh, the internet. This is on Craigslist, before Facebook Marketplace dominated Craigslist. Yeah. But I was on Craigslist, and in newspaper ads, and yeah. things, buying and selling cars. And man, there are times that I made some deals that I regret. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes Not that sense. I bought, no. that I sold. No, right. That I'd buy something and I know the transmission was slipping or I knew right. there was an issue. Yeah. And people would come and they would ask me about the car and I would not lie, but I would not tell the truth either. Yes. <laughs> right. Let's say, you omission. know, if there, you, a lie yeah, by yeah. Omission you know if there's anything wrong with, with man, I, th- I don't know, man, what do you think? And they're be, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a mechanic. I'm like, as I have right. eight toolboxes in my right, garage. Right. And so we have to be careful. Absolutely. As we're selling, what we're not saying is to manipulate truth. Right. I have done that. Yeah. I've repented of that. Yeah. I've told my friends and community, Hey, this is something that I slipped into for a little while. I don't want to be this guy anymore. That's good. And so you were telling the truth, but like what we're saying is you don't have to call out the thing you hate the worst. Right. You don't have to tell people, hey man, I know that Ford in 1992 has a 351 Windsor motor and my truck only has the 305. Yeah. I didn't tell nobody I had the 305. I told them I had a V8. Right. Now I don't have the big V8. I have the small V8. Yeah. Yeah. But you just don't draw attention to... You accentuate to, the good. You accentuate the good. Yeah, you, you believe in what you to, do have. Right. You no, know, right. it's really good. I And in the, same, uh, in the same vein... Do I need to clean any of that up? No, now I Now I'm, I'm now nervous uh-uh, that no. I've uh, painted myself no. as a used car salesman, no, 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 which no. I was. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's... But God, you know, what, you know what happened is in that season of selling cars, God taught me so many lessons yes. about how to be honest about how when I would just tell the whole truth and nothing right. but the truth, that God's favor would yeah. bring the right buyer in the right, right season and I would make more money yeah. when I wouldn't try to work the thing. Right, yeah. We're not saying we're not saying to sell it and work somebody. No, no, no. We're I, saying have the confidence. Have the confidence. To do it. To accentuate the good in <clears throat> what you are doing. Yeah. I think it's really important to say don't manipulate and, and lie. The other one is don't bash uh, somebody else. Right. So for me in cosmetic world, uh, in fragrance sales, literally the job, I mean, if you've gone to the mall on a Saturday and walked through a department store, you've seen 
uh, all these people trying to hand you little cards to try to smell their fragrances, right? This is a yeah, trick. Yeah, they're trying to spray you. This is a trick. If they're telling you it's the greatest and best, they're being paid to tell you that exact specific one is the greatest and best, just so you know. Uh, but there could be 6, 10, 15 people from different companies on a given day. For me, in our company, it would be very easy. The company I worked for was one of the best. And it would have been very easy for me to say, uh, actually, this is better because that one is terrible. When he sold Axe Body Spray. Yeah, that's definitely, <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> what. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's true. But there was moments... Uh, there were moments where I was tempted and there were times that I did. Yeah. Oh, you don't want that one because da, da, da. But it's what you're saying. That feeling you have afterward is like, I only sold this by being negative about someone else. Right. In the business you have, oh, in our church, like we're not going around saying our church is better than that church. This church has an issue. Yeah. That's not the way to sell either. And so for us at a certain point, I remember like having a rule and like, I can remember one time letting one girl like, no, you can't work on our team anymore because she wouldn't stop, excuse me, being Slamming. negative about yeah. the other. Just be positive about what you have. And I think that as leaders, we can slip into that sometimes. We can get into this very negative, um, we're better than them, we're doing it the greater way. That's not the way to sell it either. Yeah. And so I think it's important to call out, yeah, some ways not to sell. And those are both ways not to sell. Yeah. Negative and lying. Negative, lying, and fear, causing fear in people. Oh, yeah, that too. So I sold, I worked at Sears uh, <laughs> selling car parts. Yes. Selling tires. And so I was uh, like 20. Yeah. And so it's a commission-based job. Right. The more you sell, the more yeah. money that you make. Right. And so certain products would have higher... Uh, 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 commission, 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 commissions. So if I sold a uh, yeah. diehard gold, I would make more than if right. I just sold a diehard silver. Yeah. And Michelin tires had the highest commission rate. Yeah. So dude, I was selling the junk right. out of some Michelins. Yeah. Now I think Michelins probably are the best. What's up Michelin? Hit me up. I really think Michelin <laughs> make the greatest product right. out of what was being sold at yeah. the time. And so I remember selling and people would be on the verge of like buying the like Dunlop Firestone or buying the Michelin. Right. So I know I'm either going to make a dollar or $4 per tire. No, right. And so I would say to people, <laughs> I might should not tell any of these stories. It's fine. I've learned. I no longer do this. I would say to ladies there or guys there trying to buy tires, I'd say, ma'am, I know you're trying to pick between these tires. Let me ask you a question. Do you drive your children around town in this car? And they'd say, yes. Right. And I'd say, do you want them on the safest tire? Yes. Do you know that your entire car, the only thing that touches the road is the tires? It's not about the engine, the transmission, the seatbelts. The only thing in this whole car, how much do you spend on this car? $60,000. The only thing that touches the right. road no, right. are the tires. And you're going to put the cheaper option right. on. You drive your children in this car. Don't you want them to be safe? Michelins. Or, yeah, every time. Right. And so like there's a there's a balance. No, for sure. As we're saying sell what you have. We're not saying lie, manipulate, cheat people. Yeah. Right. But yet. But there's a balance. Mich Michelin, <laughs> but yet. the Michelin tires did have a better right. warranty. No, the fragrance they, they did last longer. Right. They were a better exactly. product. But I think that it's a condition of your heart. Absolutely in the process. And it's funny to talk about tires and perfume no, but it's because true. there's of no eternal consequence there. Absolutely. But there is a, there is a heart condition yeah. 
of I'm not trying to get something from these people. I'm trying to get something to these people. Yeah. I want to give them the best product. Absolutely. No, I think that for me was the, if you're going to spend $100 on a bottle of water that literally like you probably shouldn't spend it on, but you're going to, you better get the one that has the highest oil concentration. Like you, you can sell whatever in your life without without lying, without being manipulative, but it's still giving them the best for what they're looking for. And I think the reason you and I uh, feel the bend, the one direction is because we, we are those people. We are intense <clears throat> sales people, that's well, who we are. But most people struggle to even call out the good yeah. in the things that they're doing yeah. uh, because they don't feel confident in it. Go what? Right now, take a second and sell more church. Me? Yeah. Oh. This is the greatest church in America. Why? Because the minute you walk in, everyone is kind. They say hello from the minute you get in the parking lot for the minute you find a seat. And then once you're in your seat, you know what happens? What? The greatest service that you could experience. How come? Because we have a powerful worship team. That's right. We have anointed word of God. Every person that speaks from the mic is anointed by the Holy Spirit. And they're going to communicate what the Lord has for you on that day. Our pastor, he's going to give you a great word that is easily applicable applicable to your life. Yep. He's going to use uh, illustrations and props that help you understand God's word and the stories in the Bible in a whole new way. And there's more. If you have kids, yes. and you check them into our more kids service. Selling. I'm telling you, they're not being babysat. Yep. But they're learning the truth of God's word, building a foundation of fun and yep. faith and friendship in their life like they would never experience anywhere else. Now, she just sold. Yeah. And all those things are true. I believe it. But let's talk about the other side. Right. More church right now meets in a rental facility. <sighs> that we set up and tear down every week. Our parking situation is a disaster. Right now, we're begging our people to please park a far away at far, another school. Far as a mug. So we can golf cart you to the door so that other people can please have a parking space. Our parking is a disaster. Our lobby is tiny. So small. You have to walk up two flights of stairs to even get Not in. Not ADA compliant at all. No. Your kids are half a mile away in another building. In a gymnasium. Okay. The bathrooms are so little and so out of compliance that the dividers, guys, you know what I'm talking about, the dividers <laughs> for the uh, urinals are so small, you cannot fit your body, so you're peeing from the urinal two feet away from the <laughs> urinal. It's a, The facilities are a train wreck. Right. Okay. But everything she just said is true. Yeah. And everything I just said are true. Right. But what we should do is not be so overwhelmed with what we don't have That's what that we don't sell what we do have. That's what happens. I, as a leader, am insecure right. about our facility situation. Absolutely. I am not proud of our current facility that we meet in. We yeah. rent it. But that doesn't mean that we still can't believe in the product. Right. right. We believe in the good of what is there and we identify but, what no but what we do so many times is yeah. we're so concerned with this minute parking dynamic right. or where the kids ministry is set up or something that we don't sell the greatness of everything else But that's what being a leader is is understanding that what you know identify and call out in a in a uh meeting space in a conference room is not the thing that you need to call out in the people that you're trying to sell your product yes. to. And so often we do that because of insecurity. And I think also the thing we haven't hit on yet is the, the fear of not being humble, but being arrogant hmm. in who we are and what we have. And like, no, it's not arrogant for me to say what I just said. Right. 
I believe everything is true. Why? Well, one, because I've been a part of this place for 12 years. Two, my children have grown up in this house. And so I know that what I said about the kids ministry is true. Yeah. I know that for my life, community, friendship, like all of those things are real. And therefore, I'm going to call those things out. And that doesn't make it arrogant just because I happen to be one of the leaders of it. Right. It doesn't mean that. Yeah. It just means that what the product that we've worked really hard to produce each and every week, the culture that we've worked banana pancakes hard for, yeah. like yeah, we've yeah. worked so hard for, uh, it's real and it's working. And so there's nothing wrong. It's not arrogant to say this is good. Yeah. And then, yeah, we don't have to point out all these things. We're going to, people are going to point them out for us. Oh yeah. They point them out. And we'll be able to communicate about and, it then. And you know, there's something funny that we do now. We sell the positive and then we, we admit what we know isn't good. Right. So every once in a while in a message, I'll say, and hey, I know that our facilities are wreck. Yeah. I know you had to walk far. I know the air conditioning. Eh, I know these things. But do you know what else I know? I know that if you come to more church, it's because you love it. Right. Yeah, we love it. I know right. that you walk up those stairs because you believe you're going to meet right. a God. Yeah, we believe. Like you can sell the thing that you're embarrassed of. Oh, for sure. It's just a, it's just an attitude and a confidence. Yeah. Uh, believing in. It. Okay. You you touched Go. on something really important Go. about humility. Yeah. Versus arrogance. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's 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 good. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no. good. It's good, man. Like. I think that for so many people, the reason their businesses, we, we've shared about it before. There was a guy that came and he was uh, super educated in the store that he uh, was. Oh, the golf dude. The golf guy. He was super educated in golf. He had been like a golf pro forever, knew all this stuff, opened a golf shop, but didn't have. In Mansfield, we got two golf courses here. Yeah. And no golf stores. None, except the pro shops of the places that they're in. I need to open a golf store. Was, I don't know nothing about golf, but I, I can sell that. Right. And so you go to the grand opening and like the guy is just so insecure by it and like barely can sell himself and in, in this business and it's like no i know that there's a whole bunch of other places that are better uh I, I, and i know you want to be a humble dude but like it's okay to say what i have right here in this space is the greatest thing that's right here in this space yeah and like he couldn't do it and it didn't last more than i don't even think nine months no i uh, helped him get connected with the chamber of commerce yeah and so that we we had his ribbon cutting and i went to it with him and so at, at a moment in the in the meeting, the chamber president was like, you know, tell us, tell us about your business. Right. Dude started stuttering and stammering and I had to jump in and take over and try to help him. And he just, he just couldn't muster the confidence yeah. to do it. No. It, yeah. That guy, he got baptized. Uh oh. <laughs> he got baptized at the church. Uh -huh. They've moved. They yeah. moved back they to moved wherever. wherever they came from. I don't remember his name. I remember his first name, but I remember his last name. It's okay. And so he wanted to get baptized at a service and he was wearing like his golf pants and his golf shirt because yeah. he always wore golf clothes. And he was too insecure to wear one of our t-shirts. And so we dunked him in his full clothes. And then he walked around the rest of the day in his, in his clothes. So he went clothes? Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're a like professional man who owns a golf yes. business. I'm just saying you're not going to be able to sell unless you deal with some of your own insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. So like deal with some of your own internal insecurities Absolutely. and your, your shame and the stuff that you are afraid of or don't believe in yeah. yourself. And then you'll be able to promote it. And then, yeah. And then practice it. I mean, I wonder about that guy. And I think, did he ever even practice what he was going to say that day at the ribbon cutting out loud? 
Like, did he ever even I don't know. write a script and say, like, the reason right now when you asked me to say that about more church that I could say that out loud is because I say that every week. I yeah. say that all the time. Yeah. Not, not like <laughs> I wrote a script for it, but in the beginning of learning what I was doing, there was times I would write a script, stand in front of the mirror and say it to myself. I'm wonder, I wonder how many um, people who are trying to sell and lead and, and grow their business have never actually put pen to paper yeah. of why it's the greatest yeah. and uh, allowed themselves to practice it. In, uh, in ministry, we say it's better to stumble in the office than fall on the stage. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's better to like in your bathroom looking in the mirror, it's better to stutter and stammer yeah. there than it is in the moment you have an elevator pitch. Right. Like we literally just, Easton just told me a story of a guy in our church who started a business and was actually on an elevator. Yes. Actually like riding an elevator and met a guy who owns another business and in the 30 seconds sold his business and got a giant client. Right. It's the actual elevator speech. It's actually and if what we it is. aren't able to sell what we're doing in 30 seconds of an elevator ride, right then like, are we gonna be successful? Yeah. And so we need to have the confidence to believe in what we're doing and sell it. And Put the sticker on your car. Right. Get the wrap, get the full car wrap that says so-and-so business. We got a, a young guy at Moore Church who is starting a power washing business. Oh yeah. He, you know, he goes around, you know, yeah. power wash your sidewalks. And I love this dude. I don't know him really well, but I see his advertisements. He works hard, yeah. This dude has no shame in his game. Yeah. Hire me. I'll power wash anything. He probably doesn't even, like, right. can, him compared to like a big power washing company, he d probably doesn't have the greatest equipment. Right. He doesn't do as good of a job, but he's selling it. That's and I bet right. he works hard and yep. he bet he does the details. Yep. And I'm like, this young cat is going to be successful. Mm -hmm because he's willing to sell what he's doing. No, it's true. You're, you, I've got so many things in Go. my brain that I'm thinking, but no, it's true that uh, because he's willing to say, hey, it's good yeah. and it's gonna be good. And like, I think about some people we know who've planted churches and like, we have two friends who've planted churches that I can identify in the similar amount of time. Oh, and one dude- About to be so mad. Swagged himself out so hard. Remember, he sold himself so hard everywhere on social media. He was talking about it everywhere. He was looking like it. You would be, I would be like, where'd he get that? I've, I've messaged him before. Where you, where you order that hat from? Where you get those jackets from? Like he was so proud of this church that he was about to plant that god called him to yeah because right. he believed in it and the the other guy on the contrary like would go to the park and i'm like why don't you wear your church shirt to the park to invite people wouldn't say who he was where he was from never used his never social used platform his own personal right. social media for it and i've watched the two of them uh from a distance and i've seen like this guy what he's able to accomplish and do and this guy and you know i I know them both well. They're both great dudes. They both have great uh, hearts and they both uh, love Jesus. And, and, and I believe both could lead great churches. But because the one was willing to say, I ain't got no shame in my game. Uh, and the other one was, I think, just insecure to say, God. until it's ready, oh, it's I'll so good, do it. Uh, I, it. Who cares? Make the t-shirt, put it on yourself. Like we just changed our name from Living Church to More Church. We went to an event and we were swagged like like a mess. We looked swag, like a swag mess. Swag means uh, uh, 
clothing with your it's, brand on it's it. It's probably a really outdated phrase that I'm saying, but it's okay. Bailey's we, shaking her head aggressively. Yes. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an old lady dork. I don't know. We, we wore the brand. We wore yeah. our brand so much so that we like tease each other. Like, do we look ridiculous? <laughs> but the truth is everybody knew who we were and I, everybody knew that we named, changed the church the, name. The illustration you just gave is so incredible because I know the, the couples. Yeah. Because it's a pastor and his wife, right? Planting yeah. churches. And if, if we're not going to put their pictures up. No. But if, if we put the pictures of these two couples that planted churches in the same time, you would think they're both going to succeed. Yeah. Absolutely. They look the same. They've got the same vibe. They can both preach. Right. They both have ministry experience. Their wives are beautiful. Their kids are beautiful. Like all the pieces. Like they should have both nailed it. Yeah. No. But one didn't believe it. Yeah. Or maybe it's not didn't believe it. One compared what he was yep, able to produce to Stephen Furtick. Right. And thought, I'm not able to do what Elevation Church does. Yep. So I am not yet going to yep. talk about myself. Yeah. I am not yet going to push my church right. until it's ready. Right. Listen, it's never going to be ready. I'm insecure all the time of things that we produce. Right. I'm insecure about Bailey and Eastern. Like, what? You are? No. I, we're doing a fantastic job. No, I'm no, saying right. when you compare what we're doing to what Apple is putting out, we're not as good. Well, even but, e but even push this, it anyways. The fact that we have this silly podcast is, in fact, ourselves There's saying an actual rope on the like. <laughs> no, but it was in fact ourselves saying, "Hey, we believe that God's given us some words to share to help leaders, God. to help people, to help people that we love and care about. Like we love and care about you. That's why we're doing this. Yeah, and." It's not for our like accolades. It's for hopefully uh, the growth and the more of all the people. And like we don't do it from this heart of like we're so awesome and smart. No, we do it from the heart of like, hey, we don't know what we're doing, but five minutes ago God taught us something, so let's share it with you. And I think that God's honored it in that. Yeah, tens of thousands are not messaging us saying right. thank you so much. Yeah, but a few are, and those yeah. who are, I'm super grateful for the fact that we get the opportunity to sit around this table and yeah. hopefully help let some of our failures and mistakes yeah. help them not make the same ones. What, dude? It's so that illustration you gave is so good. I want to write an entire lesson to teach. No, it's, it's so it's good. Truth. Okay, so we went to a conference a little over a year ago. And a guy that watches tug of war, he's going to be watching and know he's going to know I'm talking to him. He came up to me and he said, uh, Pastor Preston, I have a question to ask you. How do you on social media yeah. be so free? Right. So what are you talking about? And he said, you just put your camera up and just talk about stuff. And it's not scripted. It's not edited. Right. You, you got your kids running around in the background. You've got like a mess. How do you just put unscripted content out? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I just do it. Yeah. And so me and him had this long conversation. Yeah. I see him a year later at the same conference. Mm -hmm. And I go and talk to him. And I said, hey, man, I've been watching you. You haven't done anything. You did say it? Yes. Good. I said, any video that you put out, it's scripted and bullet pointed. Yeah. And I can see your eyes looking at the whiteboard or looking at your cheater screen while you're talking. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. And I said, bro, you have to just do it. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to challenge you right now. Ready? I said, you need to pull your phone out and walk through the lobby of this conference and just start talking about your ministry. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm here at this conference. You know, my, my name. And man, there's great things happening in our ministry. We just had this. Easter's coming. Man, I would love to invite you. I, pull, I said, just go and do that. Yeah. 
He couldn't. Yeah. He he couldn't. And if I could put up a picture of this dude, he's the most handsome guy so I've ever he, seen yeah. after the kids pastor at uh, Judas Smith Church. Judas Church. Sorry, this, bro. Listen, this guy. Super, yeah. He's 6'3". Super He's got the blonde hair. Yeah. He's got the teeth. <laughs> the teeth. He's got the, the clothes. Yeah. He's well-spoken. Right. He's kind of like yoked up. I'm like, I wish I looked like you. Right. If I if, was like you, I'd be if talking I could about snap, my If I could snap my fingers right. and trade, I would. Yeah. But there's a reason yeah. that, he's, that he's scared to sell what he's doing. And it's all based in, I don't want to look stupid. Right. I don't want to look stupid. And I'm I, not sure I'll do it as well as they do it, God. whoever they are. And something we talk about all the time here in our context is that like, the church that we have, like there's a whole lot of churches in Texas because that's where we live. Uh, there's a whole lot of chicken restaurants. And you talk about the idea that like, uh, we all have our own recipe mm -hmm. and we get stuck comparing to other people. But the truth is our businesses have their own recipe, no matter what they are, no matter what you're selling, you have your own trust in Baba as a leader, as a communicator, you have your own brand right. of how you sell you versus how I sell me. You're a dude, I'm a lady. Like what? we're different <laughs> in the way that we, even in the way we communicate, even in the way yeah. we connect to people, all the things are different. But if I try to be you, I will fail. And if you try to be me, you will fail yes. because we have to be ourselves. And I think what people have to know is that if you're talking into more, you better start believing in the gifting of who you are yeah. and not anybody else. And yeah. for that guy, I, I think, because you're right, when I look at him, I'm like, you are incredible. Why are you not just doing this? But there's other incredible people around him. Yeah. And I think that makes him think, well, if I don't do it like them or like them, no, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to do it like you. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know, go. So, if you're still here, we're 45 minutes in, but this is a great one. Hey, I think we did a good job. This is a great one. <laughs> you already are the full package. That's what I'm saying. You, you already got all you, you need You already to be. have what you need. Yeah. You're already attractive enough, articulate That's enough. That's right. You already have everything that you need to take the next step. Yeah. No, it's true. I, I as a leader, am not ready to lead a church of 20,000 people. Right. I'm not ready. And if God put 20,000 people in the seats, I would crap a brick and die. Crap a brick, yeah. <laughs> and it would be, yeah. But I am everything I need to lead a church of 1,000 right. and 1,500. Right. I'm everything I need. If you don't believe in you, nobody else is gonna. It's the truth. So start believing in yourself. Right. Believe in what you're producing. We have so many people in ministry that are engaged in our Absolutely. in our content. If you're a youth pastor, believe in yourself. Yeah. Go to a school and invite some kids. Take your picture and put it on social media. Right. Do Even it. if you only got 23 kids in the seats, it don't take matter. the picture and post it. Yeah. If you're a lead pastor or executive pastor, yeah. Believe in what you're doing. Yeah. Smile while you're doing it. And celebrate the wins of what yeah. you're doing. And that will help you continue to sell what you're doing. And I think no matter where you are, you've got to decide, hey, do I believe in what I'm selling? Okay, I do. Well, then I better start selling it to everybody else. And if you're not, then you're not doing justice to the thing you've agreed to sell yeah. and the thing that you're called in to tug into more. And so like half the do people it. half the people in your neighborhood want a cucumber or a tomato. It's true. But if you don't ring their doorbell, they won't ever give they you- They want snow ice cream. They do not want to eat Bluebell. Come on. No, they, it's true. If they you won't don't, know. If you don't put up the table and the yeah. red wagon and pull it around town, you're never going to sell it. It's true. And so like, we can't just 
wait on the Lord to do everything. Right. I think sometimes God's in heaven waiting on us. Yeah. No, we have to put put our feet Dude, one so in front good. of the other. Keep going. I feel like I could talk for another hour. It's really good. Well, we can do another episode. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Dude, so good. Love, Love you guys. Hey, any questions that you have for us, hit us up. Help us help you grow what help. you're doing. Yes. We want you to succeed. Right. We want you to fill heaven. We want you to make every dollar that God has for you. Right. We want your businesses to explode. It's what we want. Yeah. Help us help you. If you have a specific question, hit us up. We'll answer it. Love it. See you guys.